Kaufman just being Andy Kaufman, just them being assholes. And, yeah. It's pretty amazing. I, okay, so fucking Andy Kaufman, all I remember him is from like the Taxi Driver TV show. But apparently he was fucking majorly influential. But oh, yeah. I can't think of anything that he's like specifically done. Or was he always just under the radar fucking killing it? Yeah. Andy Kaufman. Well, yeah, it was like his stand up stuff, and there's like, it's actually crazy. Like, there's huge wrestling integrated like with that with like him and Jerry Lawler like doing a feud but like he knew it was a work but they you know it was still old school back in the day so they still protected it to the point where like when Jerry Lawler heard him in the match like Andy Kaufman went to the hospital and like legit and all that and sold it but like they took their feud on to like uh, late night with Johnny Carson or it might have been David Letterman at that point but either way to the point where like um because of the way Andy was antagonizing Jerry Lawler, like legitimately, like slapped the shit out of him on live TV, <laughs> and you could just see that like uh, Letterman was just like didn't know what to do. <laughs> but that's weird though, because like I know everyone says he was all like, crazy influential and all that, but I don't know. I didn't. Wasn't for me. No. I can't think of anything that he's done. I've seen the Jim Carrey doing Andy Kaufman, which. Some people claim is like kind of what fucking snapped him. That documentary is pretty cool because yeah, like he totally like went method acting like right into him. And Jerry Lawler even worked on the movie, and when they were working on the movie, Lawler got like so pissed off and they almost got in like a real fight and like couldn't work with him for a while because he was like Andy Kaufman. <laughs> like he like totally, he did it really good. Do you think Jim Carrey's gonna get forgotten the time, or he'll have his res renaissance? No, I think he's too big not to. I think, like, he was, like, I remember, I remember, like, when I was first starting to just, like, pay attention to stuff and all that, kind of knew about celebrity and all that, but just, like, hearing the rumbles that, like, Jim Carrey was a hundred million dollar man, he was getting a hundred million dollars for his movies, and that was, like, around the time, like, just after Ace Ventura came out in Dumber Dumber, but I think it was when he was doing Liar Liar, it was, like, at that one, they, like, got, like, a hundred million, and at that time, like, absolutely no, that was unheard of. I think a lot of his movies are going to definitely age well, like you think about Cable Guy and fucking... Cable Guy is one that grows on you when you get older, <laughs> all the little subtle nuances and shit, you're like, oh yeah, that's pretty cool, and fucking, uh... Truman Show? That one I still haven't gone through and rewatched. I watched like once when I was in high school, and it just, I don't know, it didn't pique my interest at the time, but, uh... God damn it. It's pretty dark now because like looking at it like from a kid's perspective, it's a show about a guy that fucking he's living in his own TV reality. And then like you peel back the layer when you're older because they address a lot of it in the, the movies like, no, a corporation bought him and owned him and can do whatever the fuck they want to him over the course of his life. They chose to be pretty nice to him, but they also chose to do like dark shit for like season endings and stuff. It's a, it's a trippy premise. 
I do like Jim Carrey though. It's crazy though how hey, how he has became like all. I don't know Jim Carrey, <laughs> but he's cool. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's drugs, but like he he's got a wild-eyed look in his fucking face now. There's a lot of them that like that now. All of a sudden, like Tom Green and to a point, even though he's crazy, Joe Rogan, and then there's a couple other that slip in my mind right now. They just totally decide to like step out, and you're like, God damn it. I don't know. Well, in the li- 90s, they were all considered so far left. And now, they're considered right. And I think for comedians, that's a hard thing to take. Because they're like, you know, the sons of George Carlin. I was just going to say, you couldn't have a right-wing George Carlin. Because that was, that was like, his material was everything not. But it sucked at like how, what he was preaching is like being anti-right is to like be left now is like just so so left that you like have to go right to get left you know it's hard to I don't even know how to put it yeah and they've been calling it out for a long time but like these guys probably were in the trenches in the back rooms and fighting a good fight and they lost and like just to see that look in their face of like there's nothing I can say at this point that's gonna be okay but I know that it's not mean or wrong so like I'm just the bad guy <laughs> My mom was getting calls from uh, Kingston uh, General over and over and over. So it's like, every time she'd call, I would just make this noise and then hang up. So she was like, what the fuck is this? So I'm like, give me the number, Mom. She's like, oh, I know who it is. Give me the fucking number. I go on the internet, do some tracing around, seeing what people are saying. Well, Middle Eastern people have now spoofed the Kingston hospital number, and they're calling seniors to offer them pharmaceuticals to fucking scam them. I'm like, fuck, man. Like, is there no lines? No. Is there, like, no moral company? I actually get uh, I get a kick. It's not something I watch all the time, but once in a while, one will come, come on my feed or while I'm on YouTube, and I'll be like, you know what, I'll tune in for the 20 minutes that... It's somebody that's obviously got a good enough job and good enough money that they can take a fucking day, hours, sometimes multiple days out of their time to, like, scam over and fuck the fucking scam callers. Oh, my God, man. There's there's some fucking good ones I've seen where people just, like, full-on, like, trail them, like, uh, almost, like, dox them or whatnot to, like, point where they, like, get into their companies and, like, fuck their shit up to the point where they're, like, you know, please, 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 please. like, nah, you're fucked, babe, you fucked. It just drained your bank account. You're fucked. <laughs> yeah. Good. That, that brings a smile to my face. <laughs> Next time I'm, like, randomly get one come across, I'll fucking send you a link to it. Cause if you got 20 minutes to burn, it's just, it's nice to see the revenge because you know everybody's been... And it does suck that, like, um, I just seen an article, it was, like, somebody worked in a Max or something like that when they are in Toronto, and just say, like, you know, they see it, like, some old person will come in and buy, like, you know, $1,000 worth of fucking gift cards, you know? I don't want to get so old that when someone calls me and says, like, oh, Revenue Canada's after you, and if you don't go buy gift cards, you're gonna fucking go to jail and then like because there's a disconnect in my mind of like is it fear is it stupidity because like these these motherfuckers ain't dumb they fucking they lived a full goddamn life but like that's not a complicated one you do man you're like honestly you can still like 
have a lot of wisdom and like teach when you're older but like man you definitely do lose that like with a bunch I noticed it in my mom my mom's like 64 but there's just like I, she just thinks differently about the way the world I know she would have when she was 40 you know just like little things here and there I like this pub we're at Vic's place right now for anybody that would choose to listen if this comes out but fucking the old tables and chairs and shit like that this is giving me reminiscence of like old fucking prairie bars and shit like I miss it yeah, no, I'm getting, I'm longing for the Alberta. I got a good thing out here, so I'll keep it going as long as I can, but I am definitely longing for the prairies. It's, it is such a different culture. It is, for the most part, like, still 20 years behind on a lot of things. And, like, the farther, the farther remote and the farther north you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's not without its problems. Like, oh my god, no. Fucking people get so invested in other people's like bullshit and stuff sometimes. Like, there's family feuds that go on for fucking generations. But they just don't care about a lot of different shit. And it's weird though, because like, there always been, like, always will be a heavy. Uh, conservative, like just government out there, but Alberta's actually progressive. There's a lot of stuff that happened out there that I was pretty surprised. Like out here, it's still 0.8 for you, like to blow over. They changed it when I was out in Calgary, like Alberta wide. It's 0.5, so it's like pretty well. Like don't drink at all. Like I was like that's, and there was like a huge uproar, especially with like conservatives and all that. And that was one I was like, no, that's like that's pretty good. I'm I'm pretty big big on it because I know that even. Even after a beer, too, it can impair your judgment a little bit. So I was, like, pretty good on that one. So out, even though they most times don't fucking charge you for it anyways, but when they pushed that ahead, I was like, oh, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty progressive. A lot of folk have a forgiving heart, not like around here. We're like, everybody pretends to try to stay out of each other's business, but then they're on social media and the Facebook, like, fucking neighborhood groups and shit like that, but out there you can do some pretty horrific shit and there's like well you know like that was 10 years ago no one's gonna forget they're gonna keep repeating the story but like you're so welcome to the party even though like you got fucking high on blow and rolled your car over onto someone's cow <laughs> oh my god i remember the last time i went down to alberta because i didn't see my buddy since like his wedding you're just like just try to i don't know like man i apologize i was like yeah Sorry about your wedding. <laughs> he was like, no, nah, dude, you're all Cody. He was like, actually, like, everybody was like, so when's your buddy Rims coming down? <laughs> I was like, all right, well, that's all right. Cause like, oh, yeah. I fucking, fucking full-on Christopher there. <laughs> that's a good one. Just, uh, like, sloppy drunk? Or oh, my like God. Or, like, picking fights? No, I'm not a fight picker. And it's not just... I don't know. <laughs> there was a lot of things. Well, I like went over the DJ and explained it because, like, you know, I was best man. <laughs> like, he's probably let me play music. And so I, I did pick a couple. I picked one song that her old man like is his favorite, uh, Marty Robbins. I'm trying to think old school country, so like old school like storyteller country. Um, El Paso. It's a fucking crazy good story about like this like gunfighter who like going out to look for his girl Felina because she's like going around with another guy and anyways he shoots his old man and so he's running all through the deserts of Texas uh, all through the de 
deserts of Texas and like the rangers are coming after him and he fucking dies in the end but it's all for the love because he makes a tour at the end awesome story anyways I did play that one and then like Ted Nugent <laughs> Great White Buffalo which is like a 14 minute song and then like a bunch of other ones and then because I knew where the it was like a fancy fancy hotel but I knew the room that they gave us like changed and still had her stuff but they weren't going to give us to a night but I didn't want to go back home because I still wanted to party but I was in my mind I was like I will get this one figured out so oh I'm such a dick sometimes so anyways I went to the I went to the front desk and I was like yeah like all her stuff's up in the room blah 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 so you might as well just give it to us and blah blah and so I don't know Long story short, I gave them my ID, they scanned it, they gave me the room. <laughs> I'm staying at, oh yeah, I end up staying at my buddy's place for like the week after he got his wedding. So like, what should be the honeymoon period, but I like, had my like last couple hundred bucks just to fly out to Alberta, so I couldn't leave for a few weeks until my welfare check got in, because that's where I was at the time. Oh yeah, crazy. But anyways, I know you, you mean to breed them, like, so. <laughs> oh, oh my god, yeah. So anyways, we like, come home in the morning after breakfast fucking I see oh this much paperwork on the table and just like me being me it's like he's like my best friend so I'm just gonna go through his shit just cause and I see there's an hotel room charged for $279 under Van God I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh my god it's like I'm the worst oh my god that's amazing <laughs> oh fuck me man some of the adventures me and him had holy shit it was like well we we became best friends after like working with each other for a week and going on this insane hallucinogenic filled trip that was just supposed to be a road trip to I think we were going to Banff anyways we made it about four hours out of town to this, <laughs> to this little tiny like nowhere town in the mountains did a lot of mushrooms didn't leave <laughs> came back home the next morning because we were all so awkward with what happened the night before <laughs> and then oh my god I'll have to tell you on a podcast sometime because it's like an hour-long story, but like, oh my god, there was so much to it. Like, the car was reported missing and that we kidnapped her brother. Because <laughs> she was such a, like, straight-A hockey player. And she had just, like, met me in passing the night, the day before, and so, like, and then found a note that had, like, it was just like a shit that we'd need and we were going to do a scavenger hunt. But there was, she found a note in her brother's and her apartment and it was like rope, knife, super glue, and like all this shit. And so she, oh man, it was intense. I'm glad we got back to Grand Prairie without getting arrested, but holy shit, like holy what a fuck. night it ended up being, man. That's fucking amazing. Fuck. Is that the same guy that you were like living with and working at Home Depot? No, <laughs> no. I have a few crazy buddies at West. <laughs> oh fuck. Fuck. Yeah, no, Rob. He's another fucking. He's a handful. He actually got his shit together. Fucking dude is like a total fucking fall down, but like. Brilliant. I don't know how he managed to work, but last time when I was going through Alberta with the old lady, we stopped in and seen him for a night. And he was like kind of early retired and going back to school, and he had his kid that he got taken away from his old lady because she was kind of a shit fuck. So that already never happens, but he's like one of the smartest fucking people I've ever met in my life. Yeah. And so, anyways, he's been like, because when we worked at Home Depot, we drove like the Reach trucks, and they're like kind of like fucking the trucks that drive at work, but yeah. different. You stand in them and shit. 
Was this the same place that you had, like, the chandeliers and stuff, like, hooked up where you stole? It was, but, uh, so, after going through Calgary when we lived with each other, I moved and he got a job with this other company doing the same thing, driving, like, these forklifts. And anyways, because he'd been doing it for so long, you gotta stand up and you lean, because kind of, anyways, he'd been developing hip problems. Well, anyways, this motherfucker is so smart that I don't know the exact, like, technicals, because I just don't remember, and it's, like, too much, but... He anyways kind of blackmailed the company into like paying out him an early retirement due to like the job causing him like medical payments or like medical problems and them not doing it, anything about it. But he had only worked for them for like six or seven years and been doing it like his whole career. But got this huge fucking payout to the point where he was able to pay his rent in Calgary for like five years and go to school and raise his kid. Wow. Yeah, it's like fucking. He was like trying to explain to me about like how exactly he did it, but like he went up against like the company, their managers, like health and safety, and then like the government, and like this big whole like roundabout that gave like everybody so much trouble that the finally the company was like, all right, we're gonna pay out for five years. You're done with the company. Get the fuck out. Here's just severance papers. Yeah. Well, you think about it. I guess like for ergonomic issues and stuff like that. If it is a known issue that uh, repetitive workplace, blah blah blah, is gonna cause it, some of these companies just count on you being passive, like. Yeah, it was crazy though. But this, you see our work, just, people's fucking they, shoulders yeah, are blowing thing, out. They, can, you, they make so much money that it's easier for their life and their lawyers just to pay you out. But for the most part, like I'd never be smart enough to go about it and have the know-how and go through lawyers. But now he's actually going to fucking law school, so that he literally like outsmarted their people to fucking pay for his law school. That's amazing. But yeah, that's and he wants. He's just going to like. Not even, like, so much represent people, and, like, he just go to, like, fuck with people. Like, it's, like, that's his, like, intent with life, is to, like, fuck with shitty people. And so he's going through law school now to just, like, if he sees a case, he's going to be like, all right, this is my shit. I'm going to make some money. That's fucking awesome. Aaron Brockovich, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still, like, it, it's money-oriented. It was awesome. It's, like, he, he's not just going to go out there and be, like, a pro bono. He's going to make money, but... He just wants to fuck with people's lives and do it. That's awesome. Do it and get paid a lot of money to it. But he's a fucking interesting cat. He, one of the craziest motherfuckers I've ever met in my life. I am so glad I survived the like fucking few years I lived with him. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, you told me about the like apartment that you had set up for that guy and like fucking TVs in every room hooked up to the same like fucking network. Oh yeah, so, like, and this was the thing though too, like because this was like. Between like 2004 and 2012, so like, and we didn't have internet, it was all just ran on like DVD and like VHS and just like all on this like crazy ass coaxial cable and like old, like so archaic switch system, but yeah, you could run like any of the four channels in any of the room, it'd be whatever I had going in on my DVD player, whatever he had coming off the computer in his room, and then there was a DVD player and a VHS in the living room, so whatever. Yeah, but we even had like a little like it's like a nine inch just a little old school tube tv in the bathroom and the thing about like it was so ghetto but it was like 2005 and we had a fucking we had a four fucking channel tv in our bathroom i'm like it was pretty fucking sweet yeah i'm glad that we got to have those times i hope the kids still get to have those times like just oh fucking he got too greasy for a few years did i tell you about a mini bike 
Yes. It came in today. I went and picked it up. I still got to throw the front end in, but it's in the backyard now. It's in like a steel crate. I fucking checked it out. It's like, Fuck yeah. And then the little man there. So I like hadn't said anything about it. We're taking the ball game tomorrow. So he's just like over the moon. But I was like, hey, like come check it out. He was like, oh my God, it's more sick. I was like, yeah, it's for you. I'm going to get myself a bigger one next year. I couldn't find the one I wanted. And he was just like fucking over That's the moon. Amazing. Yeah, so. I'm doing a dad pretty good. I got him a I got him a dirt bike before I guess like a mini bike either way. Well it's for off road, but either way. I got a motorized bicycle before he's ten years old, so it's like, yeah, old school. Doing the good dad. That's fucking amazing. You guys send me a picture of it, man. Fuck the, yeah. Is it like brand new? Like Yeah. Well fuck when you come back to the house, yeah, it's in the back area, come around. It's like still in the crate. I gotta put the front end of it on, but yeah. I ordered it in. I was just like randomly going through uh PV Mart, just because I'm glad TSC finally went PV Mart, like, because that's what I remembered out in Alberta. Oh, and actually, when I got the certificate of where it was made, it was like their headquarters in Red Deer, Alberta. That's where I was born. I was like, fucking it. That's where it came from. Full circle, man. Yeah, man. But yeah, no, it's pretty sweet. It's 105 cc. Fucking it. We are. Shit, man. You know, work. We were talking about fucking um, self-destructive attitudes. I had two beers yesterday, and after six months. Oh, you fucking gave in, buddy. I fucking did her. I got some fucking darts. Fucking coffin nails. Fucking two-ply, buddy. I thought you had her. Yeah, I've been trying. I've been trying so fucking hard, man. I can't. I can't not do something. I need that little bit of, like, fucking destruction in my life. I'll go grab this around. You can't even smoke on a goddamn patio anymore. I know, where's the horse shit in that? When I first got out to Alberta, you could still smoke in the fire, so it was pretty awesome for a year, too. That's totally the way. I can see where the pros to console because you wake up in the morning and like, holy fuck, all I can smell the cigarettes. I like the idea of it, but like, I really enjoy being able to have a beer and not being fucking smoky out anymore. Fuck, that's good. That's just fun. Thank you. So you're off to a baseball game tomorrow with the, the kids in there? Yeah, going to Barry. Gonna do the whole family thing. We're bringing the neighbor kid too, so. Shit, yeah. They all got a big uh, suite hooked up. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. I don't know, due to the COVID rules, but from other ones I've seen, you just pretty much gotta book like a time when you get there, but they got a pool and all that, so we're gonna book an hour for the kids so they can go in and go to the pool and all that, and we're gonna try and hit up a mini putt or something like that. Just gonna do one of those. Uh, didn't really do too much summer, just cause, you know, wanted to do shit. Yeah. Waiting around. Doing the fucking Griswold thing right at the end of it. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty sweet. Oh fuck, like, what do you do? Like, you got kids, you gotta fucking toe the line a little bit. I'm, I'm stoked that I'm at like a point in life where I can do some things. For like both of us, it's gonna be like pretty memorable because we already got like a cool trip planned, but I already took out cash and just, uh, her uncle was gonna buy tickets for a Jays game and just the like logistics of like going to Toronto with kids with all the COVID and all that and the price of the ticket just skyrocketed. We we're like, you know, we feel more comfortable going to AAA games, so that's why they did it. And we were like, you know what, you want. Send us whatever you're gonna send us. We're just gonna go and pick it up. So we figured, you know, send us 100, 200 bucks or whatnot. Send us 400 bucks. So it covered the gas, covered everything. So we're gonna give each of the kids 50 bucks and then just let them go nuts at the ballpark. You know, like because oh, yeah. I know, like, still 
it's not as much as it would have been. It would have been like us getting a $20 bill back in the day, which was awesome when we did. So, but now, yeah, they're going to go and be able to buy like a t-shirt and a pennant and then go and be able to get some like snacks and fucking a foot long and fucking just have a great day at the park. I'm hoping they'll just go balls out. So like, fuck, we'll get back to the hotel. It'll be like fucking 9.30. Like, fuck yeah. It should be pretty good. That's going to be a wild time, man. I hope you guys have so much fucking fun. How far out is it? We just bury? I think it's about three hours, give or take. That adds a little bit of excitement. It's a ways away. Like, it feels real. And I think the park is just a little outside. One of the reasons I wanted to go is because I was looking at all the teams that are in this league because they just made it up this year because of all the border restrictions and all that, but it, like, left all these... AAA and independent ball leagues, he's playing all these American leagues out, so there's just like the seven teams, you got like Toronto Maple Leafs, there's like Kitchener, Barrie, London, handful of other teams that all just made the inter-country ball league, so they can still have, you know, get the guys playing time anyways. But they have like a really nice website, they stream their games live and like have a commentator, he's not the greatest, he's a young kid, you know, it's, it's kind of cool and I just like it. And they just have a really nice park and it kind of looks like, almost like a bougie area, like it's just all green with like nice forest around it and it's just the Coat Stadium is what it's called, it's just a really nice, nice stadium and I was like, it'd, it'd be like, can't take him to a Jays game, but the closest thing I could take him to go and see him, at least we can go take him to a pro ball game, this guy like, you know, their shit's midstream. Two? Uh, yeah, well, no, he just turned one. Uh, her kid, he, this would have been his ninth birthday. His birthday's in October, but this is for, like, his last birthday, but everything was fucking, so he's getting a luck out. He's getting a birthday, and then fucking next month he's getting his real birthday, so. But, like, getting to do that with, like, Dad now on, like, something that just got formed together if it keeps going for fucking 20 years and like that's the secret little like cool thing that you guys get to do so, I mean, yeah. and the tickets are 10 bucks a piece and yeah. kids are free so it's like nothing out that's why we were like the tickets for the jays are going to be like the nosebleeds are ridiculous it's like well it'll cost us like you know probably over 100 bucks to drive there and then we're going to need food and a hotel and all that but it's still going to work out to be cheaper than it would be and then yeah you're not going to have to do huge lines and all that and be in triple a these are all the guys that are either like fucking trying to get their shit enough together to get back into the leagues or trying to like make it. So they're all cool. They go with the fans. You go a little early. The kids go like, hey man, they'll throw you a fucking ball. They'll come over and sign it to the kids. They honestly don't know the difference between this AAA player that's probably never going to make the layers to fucking Jose Batista or something like that. He'll never know the difference. And that fucking baseball, he'll keep it, you know? So fucking everything opens up a few years down their line. If the kid's cool, you like, you want to go down to the States, see him play? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck across the border, go down to Buffalo. And yeah, <laughs> that's even it then too, though. Like, who knows? What if we go and watch this game and there's this pitcher that all of a sudden is like the MVP next year and just be like, well, you, you know, yeah, saw him in the minors. Yeah. We're holding on to that ball, kid. There's actually, it's a really cool fucking, uh, how I first started getting into minor balls when I lived in Calgary. Calgary, uh, they sold their team, but they. I always figured you were into minors balls. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking uh, Calgary Vipers <laughs> used to go all the time, and so I looked into their fucking history and all that, and it wasn't the Vipers, it was like the Mustangs or something, but that AAA team that played there, just like right their stadium is just adjacent to the uh, where football plays. Uh, Alex Rodriguez, when he played in the minors, actually played for Calgary before he played in the MLB. 
Everyone's fucking loud. <laughs> I was like, that's just a weird foot need, footnote of history. Wasn't, uh... The Rock played CFL. I think he was fucking Eskimos. The Rock played CFL. Stone Cold played in the CFL. Stone Cold was in the CFL too. Yeah, he played for either Calgary or Edmonton too. Yeah, there's a bunch of them that did. Fucking a. A lot of wrestlers, especially back in the day, were football players. Eskimos are now the Elks. Yeah, that's what they too. There is a lot of people out there now that don't want to recognize or understand there's dumb people there's people without any kind of common sense we have we have too much of the population is more concerned with having a bread line than going out and making bread is the problem when you start making enough money and you're not around them anymore you start to forget that they exist they're like oh man like we should really help them out no man they're skills they don't give a shit they don't want to work there are people that deserve I was, it I, I know I was I'm like having a hard time coming to realization now the shit's open and we're like going and talking about like you know like finally doing the wedding and all that and I was like I'm really gonna have to like find a new friend start babe I was like I, like there's still some good ones it was like Shane and Bates and all those guys you know like work and do their thing like I do now that I'd still be a punk rocker but yeah like a lot of them like yeah, I just want to like sit home on the government cash and like bitch about like how it's like I keep wanting to like kind of like go and alienate all myself just to be an asshole but to like once in my life use fucking Facebook as a soapbox like everybody else do and just like call them out and like how weak they are like fucking like we have everything like it's so fucking easy we're not paying passing our babies over fences and all that and like yeah. I don't know like and honestly as long as we have welfare and welfare Wi-Fi, there will never be a revolution because the people that talk the most shit about the government are generally the ones that have the most to pay about it. It's like they bullshit about like taxing the government. It's like, all right, I'm guessing the government probably gave you like eleven thousand dollars to live last year. I paid like eleven thousand dollars in taxes last year, <laughs> so maybe you should just shut up. This is my fucking TV. <laughs> <laughs> It is heartbreaking to see because like, I've been searching for a place to live. And, like, this is a recurring theme on the show for a while now, but like, fuck it, man, this is all my life. I can't find a place to live, and like, there's people out there trying to dictate to landlords that like, because they have a fixed income from disability, they're 20 years old, going on to their third kid, that they have some fucking right to only pay $1,400 a month. <laughs> Do we just become best friends? <laughs> I think it's been here for a while. I just want to acknowledge it. Holy shit, buddy. I'm glad I'm not. Yeah, I can totally let you know more about my shit throw stories now. Oh, I'm going for a dirt. I was just going to ask.